0: Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous 1 minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute
1: and I am Alex Robinson from the Star Wars Minute and also from The Godfather Minute.
0: All right, great to have you on Alex. Uh, how you doing?
1: Uh it's been a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. And and it's as all I happening. mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 save it, save it. <laughs> um yeah, and uh, you know we had you on for uh, Watchmen a Minute back in the day, Travis and I, and mm-hmm. so glad to get you on for this uh, show of mine, my second show essentially, I think second or third. I forget which one came first, really. I know which one came first in the uh, in the um, in my thinking Leaser. of them and coming up with them right. uh, with my uh, feels like Weezer being the, <laughs> the third, <laughs> being another uh, little takeoff on. Uh, what uh, what uh, what the uh, good old uh? Well, you well, you did, you did that with Pete and a couple other guys. Uh, was that uh, uh John? Uh, Joe? Joe Mazal?
1: Oh, uh, j- uh Alphabetical. alphabetical. Uh, yeah, that was our. That was a different guy, John. Who uh, he, he just goes by John yeah. professionally. So. Oh, okay. Professionally,
0: uh, that's all he goes by. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: because okay. he, he has a day job, he doesn't want necessarily his name to come up in searches. Yeah, that's good. You know. yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah, we did a we did a Beatles podcast uh, where we went through the entire Beatles catalog alph- alphabetically from twelve to Y. I remember it was the, yeah. So <laughs> yes, but I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you th- very much. Um, so yeah, we'll certainly get to more like your history with the band with the, or with the uh, movie and so forth uh, later. But um, yeah, today is uh, minute eighty five. It's our sixty fifth week, maybe so to speak, in a sense. Um, but it starts with Leslie walking toward the band. And ends with an urgent call from Jan Winter.
1: Hmm. That matches up with what I saw.
0: <laughs> um, so, you know, like, like, like I just said, I uh, kind of, you know, with with uh, uh, Leslie, the ex girlfriend or ex wife and current girlfriend, <laughs> soon to be maybe a, a, a wife again, maybe uh, of Russell's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's. You know, Dick actually informs Russell that she's here, right? <laughs> and 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 Russell's face here to me is like like this horror face. You know, it's <laughs> he's like, oh my god, she's here. It's not, yeah, it's like, it's not a good yeah. thing right away. He it, it does turn <laughs> that smile on after yeah. a second, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, troubles, trouble. He he knows troubles ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah and, and then the even crazier thing that happens uh yeah he turns that smile on and, and you and we and we see her coming towards the camera towards Russell from his point of view and then we get uh, a, a fan a girl fan as well a woman young woman mm-hmm. uh so that's that's kind of the crux of of the issue that's definitely going to become a lot more apparent as we go on I mean it's already been apparent these last couple of few weeks that uh because penny has been you know in a sense sold <laughs> traded mm-hmm. <laughs> lost um away yeah. from from the from the rest from the band itself from the tour itself um to not to come to, to get her to not to come to new york yet uh we do even uh find out a little bit later uh yeah in this minute uh that uh sh- she is also here <laughs> from from someone else other than dick uh, we, a little little uh communication between uh a couple of the youngest people in this in this whole in this whole uh, uh, um, hmm, trying to think of a good word <laughs> uh, ensemble. Cruise, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> how
1: uh, how old are the band? Is the band supposed to be? Are they like in their yeah? So, late, so this is their third.
0: Like they're touring on the back of like their third album. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd go mid mid 20s and that's been certainly been uh just like like a couple minutes ago we were set, definitely uh, uh deciding on penny being uh 18 and actually just turned 19 in a deleted scene um, oh okay uh, there that's was handy. a birth, there was a birthday for her a little birthday party uh, thing for her where we decided <laughs> just to try to think keep things you know not so icky <laughs> um because if she had been turning 18 then that means she was 17 while doing some things <laughs> with Russell.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And who knows who else to. Um so that would have been not not too good.
1: In general, do you think this kind of a movie could could would still be like made today? Like is this whole rock star <laughs> thing still considered glamorous or is it now considered skeevy and
0: Well, well, you gross. know, I mean it's certainly it's certainly maintaining its um, you know, a sense in the cultural sphere i think a bit you know i mean it, it, yeah. it, it never did it didn't do well at the box office for one but really you know
1: huh, that oh surprises
0: yeah me. it now 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 at, at the oscars camera crow won yeah. for the best best screenplay but but you know yeah yeah it, it, it actually kind of came out kind of evenish. you know so that's i mean that's definitely in a sense not good as far as <laughs> studios oh concerned. sure yeah um
1: and this was before vanilla sky
0: Right, yeah, Vanilla Sky came came up right. Uh, I think the very next year is when So he had a,
1: he had a it's so like he, a
0: he really had, had that on the burner. But
1: um, it.
0: and 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 again, and that one. I mean, I don't know about just how well that one in a sense did, but it was definitely much yeah. more artsy, <laughs> art house. Yeah. kind of. Yeah, feel to I think
1: it. I remember it being a big flop. I thought, especially because Tom yeah. Cruises in it, right? But
0: I, I I could I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, especially I, after Jerry Maguire. I mean, because th- I'm pretty sure yeah, Jared totally. McGuire. I mean, it, it certainly did yeah. bangers at, at the Oscars as well. But yeah. I think in the box office, Jared Maguire did awful good. And and maybe it's just all that phrase. <laughs> you, if you yeah. can just say "Show me the money" or something about money, maybe <laughs> then you'll actually do make money. <laughs> well, <laughs> well know, Wall Street does well, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, the one other thing, crazy, you know, or great thing that we have, and we discussed a bit last minute too, was uh, of course was the uh, the song that's playing here uh Led Zeppelin and I mean gosh, you know, getting Led Zeppelin in 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 the soundtrack was just a, a, an amazing feat. Um very 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 rarely happens and actually it, it mostly only happens with Cameron Crowe. <laughs> you know, it happens for uh his uh first written movie uh Fast Times at Richmond High. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, so this is a Misty Mountain Hop that we talked a little bit about last minute uh with uh, I think uh, with uh, Courtney there. Um but um you know the one thing I didn't oh. get into that minute because we we only yeah. heard up to the end, almost the end of this first verse, and we when we get that little bit last you know last little bit of the first verse, then you know if or if I could say a while essentially is is the main mm-hmm. line, full line that we hear, and uh, and then it goes into from the first verse, it then does some trickery and goes into the outro, <laughs> so we so we skip over <laughs> verses two through four.
1: <laughs> That's the yeah that's the uh, the single version which yeah, right. like a minute a minute and a <laughs> half long as opposed to the whole epic. Yep. Uh, Thor Ragn- Thor the, the Thor movies famously Yeah, they, was, they were able to pull it off that strip. Yeah. Uh, so that must be where a lot of their budget must must go to is, uh, <laughs> they uh, uh, I remember that Mad Men episode everyone made a big deal of the fact that they got a Beatles yeah. song yeah. and they had to pay you know, $60,000 or some mm. crazy, crazy mm-hmm. thing. For. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty amazing yeah, for, definitely for yeah.
0: TV, that's that's pretty high. Yeah, yeah for something like this, yeah. that wouldn't seem too bad, I think, for like yeah. good like four or five songs, I'm pretty sure, by Led Zeppelin that were able to get in here. And actually, the, there's the one famous one that wasn't able to, they wouldn't allow, which is their biggest, Stairway. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and even even on the, uh, there, I don't know if you know this, there is the uh, Untitled Uh, director's bootleg cut and it's not really bootleg it's just thrown on there because it's a fun thing to do for when you're if you're talking about music especially to call something bootleg but it isn't like an extra good 40 minutes or so uh worth of uh deleted scenes and we actually do have a deleted scene a little bit later here we'll get to that in a moment but um but even even on the cut the, the the director's cut that you watch on the bootleg on this untitled bootleg cut even that doesn't have like the ten to twelve minute long, st- like list a group of the people the, the the some of the actors listening to the full song of Stairway to Heaven. That that the the music is not in it. It it, it is on the disc itself as a special extra feature. Yeah. But then so, yeah, but the idea is is that you're supposed to supply your own music in the background. You know, it says like, oh, that's weird. Start playing the song here. <laughs>
1: It's like like a, little, a, like little, a collaborative thing. I yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, a little, little dark side uh, meets you know Wizard of Oz thing.
1: Well, yeah, because then you could totally try it with all sorts of different songs to see how it plays with you know.
0: Yeah. Some, right. Uh,
1: you know the. Yeah,
0: you got to, yeah you got to find some similarly, you know, eight minute or so ish. I think because because like I said, I think it's like a ten to twelve minute long scene because there's a little bit bef- before and after the music mm. plays where where the the dialogue of the people in the scene are talking, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, there, 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 there was a pretty good, you know, I, I, I do enjoy the, the extended cut, but, uh, I, I, I kind of felt like, uh, for, eh, just, let's keep, just keep this on a, on the easier side. Cause I already did the, right. uh, the Watchmen director's cut, which was even longer than what, what, what my director's cut would have been here would have been uh-huh. a little over three hours.
1: <laughs> Do you think uh I remember I um uh Spinal Tap the DVD had like an hour and a half of stuff that was cut out of the movie. Uh-huh. And and um and I think they it was a smart choice. Usually I like my movies, you know, I love seeing unlimited deleted scenes of anything, you know, like if they were to come out with the movie Casino a six-hour cut of that, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm wow. all, I'm yeah. all into it. But uh, I feel like with comedies, I feel like it, uh, the leaner it is, the better. I know Almost Famous yeah. isn't strictly a comedy, but I no, feel like true. the kind of tighter you can make it. Because after a yeah. while, you just get kind of like, <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, yeah. So much of the extra stuff is just, I mean, I mean, there's there's a great there's a great DJ uh, radio DJ scene where they're interviewing the band, and it's actually mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, Kyle Gas. From
1: tenacious. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny.
0: Who, who's a who's a you know high high on something <laughs> and falling asleep? <laughs> so so one of one of the uh, depressants, I guess. Awesome. Um. So then you know, I mean, the, the music uh you know does continue throughout most of the minute, I believe um you know kind of does settle down, especially for uh the phone calls that they get. But until then, mm-hmm. um you know, so like I mentioned, there's the autograph. Between a fan
1: and Russell, yeah, um, I have more things yeah, to say about sure. Led Zeppelin. Can I oh, say yeah. that?
0: Oh yeah, Oh, of course.
1: Um, I didn't know if we were going to come back to it, but um, we. When I was in high school, I hated Led Zeppelin. Okay, hated Led Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, I think because I associated them with the kind of like dirtbag losers who were like you know jerks and stuff. So, uh, I, I lumped, you know, them and the who wow. were very big with our, when I was, <laughs> uh, went to high school in the eighties and, uh, they were both very popular with the, the burnout crowd and, mm-hmm. uh fortunately later on as an adult i too uh experimented with marijuana and then i'm like oh now i get it now i totally understand what led zeppelin is about so that totally opened my eyes and now i enjoy uh i enjoy led zeppelin there you go that's a good story right
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> you can only enjoy les Zeppelin if you <laughs> smoke up first
1: I was like, you only can no. but it definitely helps
0: it, it helps you get into them and then later on you don't have to smoke up every time yeah or it's like, like that.
1: once yeah. once your eyes are open to it you're yeah. like okay now i'm now i'm good but uh <laughs> yeah like the big lebowski the first time i saw it i was like oh that was okay and then later on i was like oh okay <laughs> anyway wrong show this yeah. is not the big lebowski podcast <laughs>
0: Um, so, uh, so Jeff or, or, or Leslie's, you know, walking towards them, but Jeff is kind of does like a little interception, I think, because again, mm-hmm. Russell's, you know, you know, conversing and, and signing, signing an autograph for, uh, this, uh, that's Jason female Lee. fan. Yeah. Uh, Jeff BB is played by Jason Lee, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, former skater. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, big breakthrough with um, all rats.
1: Yeah, he had quite a career going there, and then he kind of uh... yeah.
0: he did one too many uh, Alvin and Chipmunks movies.
1: Yeah, it's uh... and he's a Scientologist too. You think he'd be doing better? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the that's the deal, isn't it? <laughs> he must have. He must join have up had, and I, do better. He, he, yeah, he must have angered someone there at yeah. the organization, and they're like, "All right, you're gonna spend some time in the squeakville verse for a while yeah, as, right. as your punishment." <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, yeah, and it's him
0: and uh, Tom Cruise and then that next movie we're talking about, The Vanilla Sky.
1: Hmm. You think Crow's a Scientologist?
0: I don't think so. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I right. hope not. I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, no, I I like, there's anything wrong I like with being like a Jason Scientologist. Lee, uh, yeah, I like Jason yeah. Lee awfully well, but yeah. And I even like yeah. Tom Cruise as far as his, his work goes, but personally I like Jason Lee a lot better than Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise's personality when he's <laughs> jumping on couches and so forth.
1: Uh. <laughs> down
0: so yeah, and then uh, Dick, Dick even also kind of does a little further interception of Leslie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then finally, and right after that is when. Uh, when Russell is right there with, with her, and they, 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 they're they giving pecks and so, so forth to each other. Mm-hmm. Small kisses, nothing nothing real romantic. You'd think uh, it might be more. But it's a weird relationship, and like I said, I mean, they, they've apparently been married. They were married. <laughs> and uh, But now they're uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend and boyfriend again, in a sense. And possibly maybe to be married at some point soon.
1: Give it another whirl.
0: Yeah. Um, Dick's uh, shouting out to everyone that the room's fully stocked. Air conditioning's on (laughs) Um, during that little bit. And um, yeah, Lizzie even, I guess, says thanks. See you later to him. But uh, so then you hear Dick yelling out once again All right, bags in five. I'm not totally sure I understand what that means. Hmm. But 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 the, definitely the second part here. Cars leave for the party at six, so we're talking about the time of six o'clock here coming up. Um, that party is is an interesting party. I'm not sure. I would just call it dinner, <laughs> a normal dinner. You know, I mean, certainly you can have drinks and have a party in a sense uh, at the uh, at the restaurant. We end up seeing them at.
1: This is uh, where we see the man the manager guy, uh, played by Noah Taylor. Yeah, right. Is that when I
0: another Vanilla guy person actually too oh <laughs> he, he he's he's the weird guy that's uh kind of uh, behind the scenes doing this stuff like like there's one point I remember really well that where like time freezes mm-hmm. but he's he and Tom Cruise are the one that they're 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 not frozen they're, they're free <laughs> yeah he, he's almost like a dean stockwell and quantum leap type guy it almost seems like to me if I remember right
1: I need to watch it. Wow, again. I had no idea the movie yeah. had that kind of uh, stuff in it. I've never yeah. seen Vanilla Sky.
0: Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, no. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's.
1: Like I said, it was a big bomb. So try, I everyone,
0: you know, try to forget that, and I mean, definitely, definitely see it for, or at least listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack is probably the best part of it.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, maybe,
0: I'll, maybe that's the best way to experience <laughs> yeah.
1: it. <laughs> but I remember Noah Taylor was, uh, for a while, was a popular guy because he was in that Shine, that movie Shine. Do you remember that?
0: That sounds, is that piano playing? Yeah, yeah, the yeah.
1: piano guy. That's yeah. one of those weird movies that at the time was like, oh, big Oscar thing, and oh my gosh, it's such yeah. a great movie. And then, like, I don't think anyone's watched it in, in 20 <laughs> years. And it was like a big deal at the time. With uh, It was a big, made of star out of, uh, what's his name? Uh <laughs> the the guy who played the um he was in the king's speech he played the uh the the speech guy not the king yeah right. anyway that guy he became a big star as a result of it but no one it's it's just one of those it's like the English patient or something like who yeah. no one watches those movies anymore so anyway, moving on would I keep getting sidetracked with this stuff but noah taylor i who might did not recognize from uh from um I do that when I watch movies. I'll be, it'll like, I have to stop and look up who they are on IMDb to like go, who is that person? It's nagging at me. Like I know that actor from something. And then I, it's a bad habit. But being pretty big into
0: comics, are you, you, have you not watched Preacher?
1: I have not watched Preacher.
0: Because he plays Hitler.
1: Oh! Oh! And wow! Andrew. That's yeah. you know I am a I am a yeah. uh, fan of fictionalized portrayals yeah. of Hitler. So. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: I knew <Fictionalized> Nixon, ones. <laughs> Nixon and yeah. Hitler. Maybe that makes sense. <laughs> 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 yes. Are they really so different? Politics, bad, bad. Um. So, and
0: we're actually getting to a point here. So, I mean, the very next thing we kind of see is William with his bag, and it's ripped open. Oh, uh-huh. well, there's a reason for that. Deleted scene. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to kind of go through this real quick. Uh, his, you know, it's 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 this deleted scene is, is just basically it starts with him taking the bag out of the trunk of the limousine, and it tears, and his stuff falls on the side sidewalk. So I mean, he's saying, "Oh God!" and he starts picking up the stuff. You know, Dick comes over to help him, and he and his little quip is, "There are lighter souvenirs, you know." So this is so it's not his stuff, it's actually his stolen stuff. Um ah. uh from all the uh, uh hotels and probably some other places too, you know, some like 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 I'm like I was mentioning like there's a, the the DJ, the radio DJ, I mean, you know, he could, he could have easily grabbed I think some things, some flyers and different things like that. Not the flyers are, flyers are generally free to take though, but mhm, you know. But he's definitely a kind of this, uh, you know, souvenir-taking mode that he's had that he has in the uh, the uh, director's cut,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it pays off with the with the bag gripping <laughs> because it's so packed full.
1: Uh, I want to comment on the hotel. They are in front of oh, the yeah. Gramercy Park Hotel. Sure, wow! In in uh, lovely New York City, I used to live right uh, near there, oh, so wow. it was. Uh, it was nostalgic seeing that. Uh, well, we we really
0: selected the right minute for you because <laughs> we definitely yeah have it was
1: uh, it's uh, perfect
0: yeah we definitely have this so so the the next thing we get is is as I was starting to mention uh, the uh, the person that comes up is definitely someone that had been in the movie we've seen, seen in the movie prior. There's this uh, you know they definitely they definitely uh, had have this uh, they they know each other that you know uh, Vic uh, you know calls out william's name first and, and then when william kind of does this double take and realizes who it is he's he's pretty excited and yells out mm-hmm. his name but uh so that's so this is a if you didn't notice <laughs> this is jay Baruchel, Mm-hmm. who you know related to star wars was you know was one of his really big breaks besides this i mean a little bit after this is uh fanboys movie oh if you if i did you not realize
1: was, he was in that I always remember him, so that was before this?
0: I, I'm pretty sure it was just after a little bit after, like probably like five years maybe. Because, oh, I okay. mean, it's all about, you know, going to see Phantom Menace. So,
1: right. I think the thing I remember men. him from was uh, Undeclared, um, which was the little scene follow-up yeah. to Freaks and Geeks.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever right. seen, I've uh, only seen like a couple minutes here or there, like a, a clip or something, you know, essentially is all I've seen of that, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was in that. He was like the main yeah. character in that show, and uh, so uh, so uh, being such a freaks and geeks fan, I remember every everyone from that show, uh, and um, yeah, and he had that show on FX or something, right? Uh, oh, hmm. didn't he ever? I thought he was a man seeking woman, maybe. Hmm. Anyway. I also remember him from Million Dollar Baby, where he was the the wimpy guy who wanted to be a boxer, and everyone was just condescending to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It almost seems like he's he kind of got a stereotype going on, or or not stereotype. What's what's that word? Typecast. Yeah, typecast.
1: Thank you. Well, yeah, he definitely looks like a you know, unless he's going to Anthony Michael Hall, where he's going to show up all all muscly. Now you know he's kind of doomed to play, or or you know. Perfect to play scrawny, nerdy characters. From uh, mm-hmm. you yeah.
0: know, so uh, so in, so in his character here, I mean, it is essentially almost kind of like a male version of the band aids or groupies, um, mm-hmm. and he's just this huge Zeppelin fan. Um, mm-hmm. So he's even wearing wearing this t shirt, which I've contemplated trying to recreate, but I realized in watching this quite a few times just earlier today, in preparation, uh, you know, that I think this is a, you know, from a from a costume. Costuming department, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to give them a little bit of a knock here. Whoa, <laughs> I I think this T-shirt isn't really a T-shirt that we see. The main part of it with the uh, printed words of um of uh, one of the Zeppelin songs. I don't know why I've why I've forgotten that now what that is because cause I was so into uh, I was starting to make it quite a while ago and and uh, let it go by the wayside because I wasn't at this point yet where I wanted it and <laughs> now that I'm here. <laughs> I feel like I don't have the time, ah. but, um, so what, uh, so, so what I, think, I, think, I think, I think, I think it's, I think it's some kind of piece of fabric that they were just able to get it put onto a piece of fabric. Cause there's that black, it's almost like it could be, it could be, and it could, they could have meant for it to be a type of, of, of a collar. And he actually did, uh, on his previous shirt that he was wearing in the uh, hotel, the very first hotel that they were at the, uh, Riot house. Um, uh he was wearing a a baseball tee. Um so this could be another baseball tee. he might be very impartial to baseball tees. <laughs> but yeah. from, you know t-shirts generally don't have that uh different color collar in a sense or or not really collar but you know hemmed in around the around the neck uh right. piece. Right. So that's that, you know on this one you know it's that, that's a very black color to it and uh it's a pretty off white for the rest of the shirt with the with the all, all the all the lyrics text.
1: One so is songs. your objection that no such shirt existed, or that the <laughs> costume department just did a sloppy job of it?
0: Well, well, and see the other thing—it And is, it is a real shirt. It's not that it's no shirt existed. It's that oh. well, I mean, in, in this in actually costuming him, I, I think that no shirt existed, and 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 they just chose to. Well, let's you know, instead of going through the effort of getting this real shirt made, we just have. On, on this piece of fabric, you know, and and have him wear a long sleeve, you know, shirt that that's that's uh, you know buttoned down, that's openable, I that'll see. stay open to show off this this the, the the Zeppelin lyrics.
1: Is it possible that it is supposed to be that the character did that because he's such a huge Led Zeppelin fan? <laughs>
0: he could have done that, but yeah, but see, I mean. He had that. He had the previous that previous shirt that I'm talking. I'm also talking about this. That's definitely a baseball tee. Uh, you know, it, it's very much in the style. You know, it's 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 one that I I think he really did would have done himself. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's that he's done some at his high school some screen printing classes or some such.
2: <laughs> oh right. And uh, okay. Was
0: able to get that get that other shirt made, and and I think the idea would have been that he got this shirt made himself too. But I I just think they. They said, "Man, he's only going to be there. I mean, he's definitely here, only here for less than a minute. <laughs> it's even less than a half a minute, almost. Yeah, um, pretty much. Um, and I think they just want the really inexpensive route to just.
1: And uh, these are the things you probably only notice when you're doing it minute by minute. Because yeah, normally, this exactly. would just be a tiny passing detail that you would not even pay any yeah. attention to. So it's uh, it's both the curse and the blessing of the minute yeah. uh, of the minute uh, format." <laughs>
0: That's that's very much the case.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, so, but but the crazy thing that we really get here is Vic telling uh, uh, William that Penny Lane and and Sapphire too um, that they're and he says they're all so maybe there's even more than just the two of them staying under the name Emily Rugburn. And he's and he's even do the, doing this kind of as he's walking away, which is a really weird thing too because i keep thinking i kept thinking about the people that he was these two gentlemen in suits that are at this point just standing there behind him <laughs> and he's walking backwards and you know you know there there could have just easily been just one more klutzy kind of moment to go along with the deleted the deleted one of uh, william uh, uh uh tearing open his bag and all the souvenirs flying out um of him bumping into these to uh, business gentlemen, so to speak, definitely one with a briefcase.
1: <laughs> Maybe it was just one slapstick too many. They're like, ah, you yeah. know what? Who was this, Jar Jar Binks? Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> um. So, so I mean, William is definitely very uh, excited that Penny Lane is is here in New York City, but in a way, I think he's also kind of a little bit worried, and mm-hmm. that's. For the reason of what does eventually happen, essentially, <laughs> because and, and the reason why Russell especially and 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 Dick and the rest of the band maybe too, but didn't want uh, her around because of uh, their their relationship, Russell's and Penny's relationship, and uh, Russell's uh, girlfriend being here, hanging out with Sir. them at the at the upcoming restaurant party <laughs> dinner.
1: Certainly makes things um, potentially dramatic, which I guess is yeah. good for the movie.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like there's some like uh, almost godlike being that has written this. <laughs> but but supposedly a huge thing that I've I've learned definitely more recently, you know, is that uh, you know really everything that happens apparently ha- did happen. You know, not necessarily. I mean, this is a made up band, and and uh, right. You know, it, it it's one of the big things is, is like Russell is really just a stand in for Dwayne or uh, Greg Allman. Mm-hmm. Dwayne or Greg. I always keep getting which one, which one I'm talking about, confused. Um Dwayne's the one that definitely. I know, I, I know, I definitely just read that real recently. Dwayne, I got okay right in my head. Dwayne is the one that dies like in the early 70s, so. Uh, very likely i think that right. uh, yeah, yeah right. that, that that greg is greg is who russell is based on but
1: greg uh, is the one who dated Cher.
0: yeah right yeah f- further much further in what into the 80s i think yeah, yeah. Rolling down highway 41. um so- so then we have this urgent phone call that uh, the uh, the hotel clerk uh, tells him about. And that's that's a weird name for an actor here. I'm just going to spell it first and see if, <laughs> unless, you, unless you looked it up and want to just go ahead and try and say it. <laughs> I'm not going to try and say it. <laughs> R E A T H E L. But we can just call him Mr. Bean. <laughs> that is his <laughs> Wait, last how name. How do you spell it? R E A T H E L. You want, you want to give it a
1: try? <laughs> so that's one name or that's yeah, his that, yeah, first that's, name that's and his, his last his, name. No,
0: that's his first name. Huh. And then his last name is Bean. So that's what
1: I'm Oh, Revel Bean. It. Oh, I thought you were saying I thought you were yeah. just joking that he was like Mr. Bean.
0: Oh. Rethel Re- be Bean? Yeah.
1: Rethel. Rethel? I don't know. That's a good... That's a, or is it Revel? Like like Heather? Yeah. I don't mm. know. Yeah. That really could go a lot of different ways. Reavel? <laughs> anyway i love it but he has a phone call that's the important thing
0: yeah and then uh we even get i think actually in my transcript i must have left this that little part out of william saying hello Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and him saying it, you know i mean he said it at least twice now where he's done his lower voice (laughs) adult voice into a phone with uh, the people rolling stone uh mostly up to this point, uh the uh Ben Fong Torres character, which is a which is a real person. And then uh we get more, more real people in a se- second just talking. But um but yeah, I mean you know, him putting on the on his fake adult voice is definitely uh something that's just continuing this uh, thing that apparently didn't really happen. That 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 may be the one lie that, that apparently is is used for this? I, I think some pretty good humorous effect prior to this. This time, it really didn't matter, but him uh, him trying to uh, appear more adult, at least on the phone.
1: but it all comes crashing down later. <laughs> I uh, just as a as a just getting an update here on oh. uh, Rethel Bean. Yeah, uh, this is his most famous movie. Yeah. <laughs> according to the IMDb and, yeah. uh, but he was a regular soap opera actor. It looked like one life okay. to live as the world yeah. turns. There you go. wreathful.
0: <laughs> um, and so, uh, then we get the it's cut. Jan to, yeah. To, yeah. To, um, so Jan here, I mean, he's, he's been the publisher, like as he says, he's a publisher of Rolling Stone. Um, but we all know that's Rolling Stone that, uh, that, uh, Ben Fong Torres is, is here, and uh, uh, that's who William has been communicating communicating with their their offices in San Francisco up to, up to this point. Um, but uh, you know, so this actor that's playing Jan is Eon, I think, or Ion. It's it's another crazy name. E I O N.
1: E I O oh, N. Yes. And what's <laughs> his last first name?
0: I know. Uh, so this is Bailey. <laughs> Bale, um, and he was apparently close to being Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy.
1: But no one could pronounce his name, so they didn't right. get the job. Yeah, get the hell out! Like Eon, a- 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 oh, Eon. Forget. It. Let's go with the, Let's go with uh, Christian. Christian Bale. <laughs> Simple name. Everyone knows how to pronounce. Yeah. Have Jan Wenner. I feel like he has been probably portrayed in other movies as well. Ooh. Can you think of any other movies where he might have been a character? Like, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? He was probably in that, right?
0: <laughs> I would almost think so, but I just, yeah, I don't I don't recall. I mean, it, it almost feels like it would have to be at the very beginning or very end. Um, I mean, the, the whole big bulk of it is definitely just this <laughs> tripped-out, drug-fueled right. haze.
1: Yeah. I thought maybe in one of his hallucinations he might yeah. have, you know, been, uh, but yeah. uh, anyway um so yes continue did you have more to say about uh, the rolling stone
0: well yeah i mean i mean just so i mean you know we've certainly been talking plenty about you know william getting this huge chance and uh you know it just seems like uh you know that that was that was Jan's kind of especially here in roughly in the 70s late 60s when uh when rolling stone started uh, into the seventies when he was just so, so much more into that. And, but then, you know, he's apparently pissed people off too. So, <laughs> mm. um, you know, thankfully, seemingly not as far as I know, Christian, or, um, uh, <laughs> Christian, uh, Cameron Crow, but, uh, <laughs> but definitely, uh, you know, I, I think one person that, that would, would have been pissed off. Definitely. One of the first earliest people uh, I would think is, uh, the person in this movie, uh, Lester Bangs, uh, you know, mm-hmm. competing, competing, but also at some point wrote for a little bit, I think. But there, there's actually really no, if I remember right, if I do a little search real quick. Yeah, I mean, there's no no mes- mention of Lester Bangs actually on Jan Yen- Wenner's Wikipedia page. But, you know, there is for, uh, for uh, another podcast that I have listened to at points uh, a, a fair amount, um, sound opinions uh, uh, of the two co-hosts there, uh, Jim DeRigatis. You know, hmm. So there's definitely this, you know, kind of thing there with him in the 90s even, actually is when that was. But uh, definitely in the mid to late 70s and on uh, with, with Hunter S. Thompson. Right, but uh, you know, and then there's also you know him being the founder essentially um, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, you know, at least as at least as as the body that goes on to you know actually do their uh, nominating and inducting of uh, yeah. bands and artists.
1: It's been, ugh, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: <laughs> uh oh. <laughs>
1: I just think it's such a it's a, it's the perfect thing that, that it was invented by Rolling Stone, like something yeah, that okay. was like yeah. just like so uh,
0: pretentious. Yeah, uh, I guess so. for, for considering it's about rock, rock and roll, <laughs> and the thing that's supposed to be all this rebellious of this rebellious yeah. nature,
1: kind of. Although uh, the only thing, the only <laughs> thing the next thing that is as corny as the rock and roll hall of fame is complaining about the rock and roll hall of fame oh, saying that it's corny. Wow. So it's like, I'm not even sure what to like, even having an opinion <laughs> on it, it seems like I'm, I'm contributing to the problem. So, you know what, forget <laughs> it. Let's just drop the rock and roll hall of fame.
0: Well, well, just, just uh, to give a little uh, extra little uh, plug for, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I am on a network, a Pantheon podcast and on it is, uh, the other, not uh, one of the other great, po- uh, one of the great podcasts on, it, I think is, uh, who cares about the rock hall?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, so the, those those couple of co-hosts that do that, I think uh, there, there's there's the one that uh, he is extremely excited and interested in it, and the uh, the co-host she she couldn't hardly, at least at least starting off she could hardly care less, and but at points uh, she definitely uh, indicates she still feels that way. So <laughs> but, is but the knows, idea that she, but, that he's but trying she to? she knows, but she knows a ton more. <laughs> at this point
1: after doing it for several years now <laughs> is is she trying to is he trying to convince her or is or what's the what's is that the that gist of the podcast just every week they just talk about the rock yeah. and roll hall of fame
0: yeah i mean yeah i mean they 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 go over they'll they'll, they'll dedicate a whole episode to a certain one one certain band or artist and and yeah. uh but then other at other points like like it is right now <laughs> uh happening yeah. um this week apparently is uh announcement of of uh uh, of of the nominees will be announced this week uh, so we're telling people when this might have been if they're so so inclined to figure
1: that out but um see that's the thing also like yeah. what are they going to keep doing this indefinitely <laughs> like when <laughs> bands that like now are like so every, bands are so niche now that what are they going to do when it's like you know 20 years from now and they have to start nominating people anyway <laughs> uh, who's in the current club? Anyway, we're just getting sidetracked. <laughs> well, the ones that were just myself. inducted.
0: I mean, the huge yeah. one for me was Nine Inch Nails, the okay. huge band for me. Um, yeah. But uh, so, like, what know, year
1: I, are they up to now? Nineteen ninety-five or something? Right.
0: Yeah, ninety-five. Okay. The bands that uh, first released something in ninety-five. So the the big band from the previous year, ninety-four, for me is cool. for my other show, uh, Weezer. Oh, okay. So yeah, and they were they were not they were not first year eligible and edu- inductees that is in sense, unfortunately last year they were not even I don't think they were even on the list of nominees or were they Oh man, but I you know, I know I know they weren't inducted I know they didn't make that cut to the induction right at least, so hopefully they 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 float through here in in this next year or two or so, <laughs> but um you know yeah fingers so crossed this, fellas the the you know the we can just point out real quick the other two people are definitely uh on the comedic side of things and uh the one has had just a little bit of a dialogue even though he was definitely in a scene where he had no dialogue <laughs> um mm-hmm. first off uh sitting there with uh ben Fontours. torres the character is supposed to be david felton he's kind of a little bit playing playing this character a little bit as a hunter s thompson with the uh with the cigarette with the long tipped cigarettes oh really it seems like it but i think i've heard also that this real life david felton actually also did smoke a cigarette like that too but uh so that's played by rain wilson they're they're in the back and he's being very again pretentious uh with with this art book that he's looking at (laughs) it says art in really big letters so so you can tell that it's an art book
1: so what year did this movie come out again
0: so this came out in 2000
1: so rain wilson was this is yeah this is
0: pre-office
1: pre-office wow oh, yeah. okay hmm
0: uh and then the uh the fact checker is her name a- allison actually the fact checker uh is uh aaron foley a uh, comedian hmm. that's done had had she has a pretty good imdb list of uh various uh talk show type things and stuff like that i felt
1: like rain wilson it was going to be someone who would later on to be later on would go on to become someone you know Aaron Foley was already, I think, no. Anyway. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. She was yeah. In a sense, I feel like yeah. She she was kind of a little bit uh, better known than Rain at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um. So is there are there any other notes that you?
1: Uh, Jay Ricknell, Noah Taylor hated Led Zeppelin, Jan Wenner, Gramercy (laughs) Park. I think I pretty much covered (laughs) covered everything I had there.
0: Cool. Well, speaking of hated Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I'd now like to understand better. I mean, you you already kind of did let us know a bit. You know, you certainly came around a, a bit on Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. but uh, there they are one of the four bands that are most commonly believed to make up the band Stillwater in this movie. Um, so between Led Zeppelin, Almond Brothers, Eagles, and Leonard Skynyrd, can you rank in and, and let, let let us know here uh, you're going to go. Favorite to least, or vice versa.
1: I will go since I've already established that I like Led Zeppelin. I'll yeah. go from favorite to least favorite. Yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin coming in at number one. All right. Wow. Um. Uh, Led Zeppelin, and uh, number two. Also, all the rest of the bands are not bands I like. So now what? we're just talking oh, wow. about we're talking about Which different one? degrees. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about levels of tolerance, really. <laughs> so I will say uh, number two, uh, Linkrid synchrid uh, number three, the Allman Brothers, and number four is the Eagles, because I, because uh, I hate the fucking Eagles. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm sure everyone has made that joke, but um, yeah, not everyone, but close to it. Well, so at, at the very least, uh, at, at least, at least let, the
0: people that don't have them number one. There have been a couple. It's <laughs> true.
1: Maybe they say I fucking love the Eagles, man. Yeah. So let's not blend, I mean. Almond Brothers and Len- Leonard Skinner, I feel like were at least authentically like who they were. Like yeah. these rednecks, party guys, and whatever. But like the Eagles seem like such like douches. Like so that's really the real the real main difference. Yeah. Is um uh so uh I used to work at a theater in New York City, uh the Beacon Theater, world famous Beacon Theater. And every year, the um, Almond Brothers would do like a two week stint there. Oh, wow. And they would play like 10 shows or something like that. And this was something Almond Brother fans in the tri state area would like, could not wait. They was packed every <laughs> single year. And it was basically just like, you know, everyone's just drunk and high mm-hmm. and like the whole place. It's like living, it's like seeing a concert in a bong. <laughs> and uh, it was terrible to work at <laughs> as an employee, but I could see it being a lot of fun if you were attending it as a as a uh as a party guy. So the fact that the Allman brothers still attract that kind of a crowd, or at least did, you know, twenty yeah. years ago when the story took place, whereas the Eagles seems like it's all like, you know, like Lexus and and you know, uh like yacht rock kind of guys. Yeah. So mm. uh, yeah, so there you go, and also, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, those those are my reasons. Yeah,
0: oh, that's really cool. And uh, so then we also want to hear just a bit of your like your history with this movie—the uh, first time you saw it, and and, and how often, like, you, you watch, you actually try to sit down and watch it every couple of years, or.
1: Uh, no, years. quite the quite the opposite, really. I saw it when it first came out in the theater, and I maybe saw it one time since then. So yeah. I'm not I'm not really like a. Uh, it was um, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I remember at the time mostly people were making a big deal out of it because of um Goldie Hawn's uh, daughter.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, and and that's I think something we were kind of recently also saying is that, uh, I mean, she she's so much. In the promotional materials for it, the posters yeah. and and on the VHS or DVD or what have you, different different uh, media, of course, uh, on the boxes and so forth. But um, but then, like, really, you know, it's so much a a you know kind of three different stories or three different kind of things he was trying to really get across. You know, the, the love of the yeah. music <laughs> and the yeah. band, the journalist side of things, and then the family side of things, and then but then but then again, Penny's in there somewhere. And, and she's almost kind of almost spread throughout all three, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I, I could see how having, yeah. uh, you know, her face very prominent on the poster yeah. is going to get more people to come and check it out than a bunch of people dressed up like a band from the 70s who aren't even a real band that yeah. no one's going to recognize anyway. It's not like you're having, you know, uh, so, uh, but yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised. I did, had not. I was not aware that it had become something yeah. of like a cult classic. I guess like mm-hmm. the, the, the the did they do a Criterion one or something? Oh, I'm or, not familiar with
0: yeah, Criterion.
1: I thought they did like a did. super deluxe, you know, packaging one, but it might not I'm be surprised. Criterion. It might just be you know some other company that did a. Um. But uh, I was a big Fast Times. Uh, I I like Fast Times, Ridgemont High, better than I do um oh. this this one. So, yep. um, but that's because I think I saw that one when I was younger, I was in high school or, you know, middle school when Fast Times came out. That's the, a much better time to see it than, uh, so, um, yeah, that's it. That's pretty yeah. much, um, and Phil, Phil Seymour Hoffman, always great.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I definitely had some, uh guests that uh, really, uh, said, <laughs> I just, if, if I can just get uh, a minute with, with, with. Philip playing Lester Bangs. <laughs> they really wanted that, and so I yeah. hope. Hopefully, I got, I got everyone in that really needed that, and then uh, and he does even come back. Well, I think one more time, essentially, here throughout the movie,
1: is Lester sure Bangs still a thing? Because when I was young, when I was a young man, he was still a thing. But then classic rock was still a thing. Yeah, but yeah, like, do as, people still as... read Lester Bangs?
0: Mm. Well, I mean, he's dead now, anyway, though. So. No, no, I know him, but I yeah, know, but, but he was,
1: even at the time when I was a young man, he yeah. was dead, but he was, he was like this revered, like rock critic figure that, uh, you know, he gets name dropped in that REM song for crying out loud. But Yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I even played a snippet of that at one point when, when we, for, for some crazy, event, I just, just the way something was said or something during that ep- during yeah. one episode, I... Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like how I feel like, uh, like there's like some Cisco and Ebert, I mean, definitely there, there's been some Ebert stuff that's been going on this lap, you know, for quite a few years since his death, especially, I mean, he has main you know, the, the, his, his estate or his, you know, his website, you know, people behind yeah. that, they, they, they kind of keep at it and, and, and keep him in the, in the conscious. Um, yeah. but I don't know that there's anyone kind of doing anything somewhere for Lester, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and I guess not, right. Siskel and Lieber sure. were always much more mainstream yeah. guys than. Oh yeah, that's
0: for, that's for sure. You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, the, the the one of the big things for Lester in this movie is when he's in when he's in the other the the, the one that is in the movie, the radio DJ booth that's in the movie. Um, with the uh, the the DJ there is a, a female uh, Alice Wisdom uh, is her name, uh, but uh, you know he's going you you know the doors are the doors and Jim Morrison are buffoons <laughs> drunken buffoons, mm-hmm. he 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 wants to guess who <laughs> you know he, he loves to guess <laughs> who and MC Five and you know yeah and
1: but guess who. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I really appreciate you coming on, Alex. This has been great—a uh, uh, one-minuter. And uh, you know, hey, if something should should come up, uh, you know, hey, if you're really interested, uh, we'll we we'll certainly love to have you always back on. And this and and there's 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 the Weezer one too. We can always fit you in, <laughs> in there if if there's a certain certain one song off one album <laughs> that we haven't gotten to yet because we're, we're we're like five in and in, uh, make believe uh-huh. in the make believe era. <laughs> hmm
1: i'm unfamiliar yeah, unfortunately I think, with that It could be I? way I?
0: past uh, anything yeah. that you might be familiar with like with a uh, blue album Is probably all right
1: yeah <laughs> um no oh, i did like one of the i don't know if it's anyway oh yeah uh sure. i don't remember what the song was oh everybody get dangerous that was that was uh, ah. so uh, yeah that's that's coming Not up problem. yeah okay okay i
0: appreciate Let it me know. um yeah uh so uh let's hear more about uh all your all your shows i mean i, I certainly tried to get a little bit of, of the alphabetical nudge in there towards the beginning <laughs> but uh
1: well uh yes in addition to the beatles podcast, you have hosted a number of podcasts over the years i hosted the beatles one alphabetical uh that you mentioned and these are all available wherever you get podcast aggregators oh. whatever the term is um and most known for star wars minute where we go through the star wars movies uh, one minute at a time we are as of this recording uh, doing the last jedi so if you want to hear people talk about the last jedi if you're not sick already of hearing people (laughs) talk about the last jedi then uh check us out and um we also do a weekly i also do a weekly show uh, about the godfather called godfather minute um i do that with my brother and uh, we just started our godfather 2 coverage so uh check that out wherever you download podcasts and uh yeah i guess that'll just about do it and uh you can check out all my other stuff i'm a cartoonist as well i'm a yeah. jack of all trades If you go to alexrobinson.fun, that's my my website
0: yeah i definitely uh encourage everyone to go out uh, if, if somehow you are you you're, you're familiar with this podcast but not so familiar with any of those they're all great they're all great shows and uh and, well, thanks. Uh, you should really you should really check them out um, so yeah thanks again so much um, uh, you know uh, for this show uh, uh, we do have an email address uh, if you just want to privately get in touch with us besides our social media which I'll mention some other time our, our next episode or what have you but um, our email address is at almostfamousminute at gmail.com so get a, get in touch with with us that way uh, private in a private more more private nature that way yeah hmm.
1: um, Almost famous after dark.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back hopefully uh, next week uh, with Minute 86. Until then, it's all happening. It's
1: all happening.
0: <laughs> when the lion roars.
1: I am a golden god! Yeah! Yeah!